Now, get ready to talk hockey. Streaming from the Oilers Live Studio. Subscribe or follow today. Hey, 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 it's Oilers Live, and we're back for the last half hour. Oilers Live Tuesday nights. Although we are moving to Wednesdays uh, on the drive home, 5 p.m. on Edmonton Sports Talk, which is now available on TuneIn. And, uh, of course, you can always find us here at youtube.ca slash heavy hockey. And if you want to be involved in the chat, uh, that's the place to be. We'll uh, do our best to interact with you as you're there. Uh, lots of folks watching tonight. Um, so make sure you come check us out there. And, and while you're there... Why don't you give us a subscribe? Like and subscribe, I guess. That's what we need, right? So uh, this uh, last half hour, last uh, 20, 25 minutes, we'll talk a little bit about the game upcoming uh, against Dallas, uh, where the Oilers go from here. You know, we talked a little bit about uh, the last game and and uh, how just how excited should we be. <laughs> Um, so we'll talk about that. What, um, you know, what we, what we'll expect to see, um, uh, you know, Dallas, uh, going into this game is, um, five, one and one, they've had a pretty good, uh, pretty good start. Um, you know, it, of course that's not unexpected, right? I mean, I, I would have actually taken Dallas, um, over the avalanche. The avalanche have had a couple of, uh, bad games of late, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. if you go if you like prior to the season, if you would have, uh, I, well, I should say you, if I would have been asked to list my you know top four in the conference, you put them in any order you want, but it would have been you know Edmonton, Vegas, Colorado, Dallas, you know, and I thought there would be a drop out. That would be the first tier, so they're uh, expected to be five one and one, uh, and um, that that that's where they are. They it's just it's just a balanced. It's the opposite of the Oilers, pretty much. It's you know I haven't watched them too too much this year, but I think they have a bunch of people at you know 0. 0.8 to one points per game, and you know they roll out four lines, and they they have a superstar defenseman that uh, one of the top five in the world, which helps, and a superstar goalie. Um, uh, so, but you know for the Oilers, it doesn't matter if you have a superstar goalie. <laughs> <laughs> no name goalies often play like superstars, and we often light up the the UC Saroses and the Jake Ottingers of the world. So you know, <laughs> if he's playing, I think they're on a back to back. So I'm not sure uh, um, what they're planning on doing. For yeah, they're on a back to back. The challenge, of course, being is that the first part to the back to back is Calgary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it could be uh, you know maybe the bad habits form after the Calgary yeah. game. And they come in expecting to make some easy passes. Well, the wasn't it? Who was it? It was the uh, the Rangers gave us the uh, the backup goalie and gave Calgary Shostorkin, didn't they? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't didn't work out very well. We got Jonathan Quicked. <laughs> no, I, well, and that's just you know that's the way it happens. It seems uh, backup goalies uh, come in and look at Aiden Hill. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you know what? It's uh, we're gonna find out what what what. Saturday, we're likely to find out what did Saturday mean because that's going to be a that's going to be a tough game against Dallas. It's gonna it's a home game. the The crowd should be energized coming off the win. Obviously, they'll be fully rested with three full days off. So you know, all those bumps and bruises that uh, Kane's got and whatever's Aileen McDavid's is going to have a, a a bit more time. So there's no excuses, and you know this is potentially the start of a run because this some. Um, 
cushy schedule continues to like with cushiness. Like it's Nashville after that. <laughs> and then what do I think Vancouver was actually quite good these days. But, well, know. and Nashville actually has been playing well as of late to, you know, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know. But, but Nashville's that team for the Oilers these days. So yeah. 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 We <laughs> but, could but, use that. But you know, like they they got they got to build on, on you know the the momentum from the Heritage Classic, and you know I know it was just Calgary, and that 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 means a lot. But you know if they go and crap the bed against Dallas or revert to you know making neutral zone turnovers and giving up rush goals just like it was before, all that mojo is gone. But you know if they go and they you know whether they squeak out a win or you know dominate probably not going to dominate or, you know, but have a solid performance and win the game. That's going to be good vibes and heading into a, you know, schedule with, you know, no, no back backs coming up, you know, some uh, middling teams, some good teams, but some middling teams. So they have a chance to, you know, pull back into it because they need to go on a run. I'm not saying they need to win six or seven in a row, but they have to win. They have to go like seven, two and one in a 10 game. Well, they got to have, they have to be over 500 at a minimum. Right. Well, I mean, they, they, you they, know. they have to be over five. They put, you know, this crappy start has put them behind the eight ball, you know, like they need to, like, if you had a decent start, that, that leaves you the ability to have some 500, but they need, uh, they need to play some 700 hockey over, a, over a 10 game stretch just to, just to get back into like a solid playoff. It's like they're not even close right now. This is one win. We talk about how bad Calgary looked and how bad they are. I think we have the same record. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. So, well, let's, fact, let's not get ahead yeah. of ourselves. You know, like the vibes are different, yeah. but the vibes are only different because of one game. <laughs> the vibes were not good 48 hours ago. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Calgary's a half game back if you go by oh, baseball yeah. parlance. Sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, right, like the Oilers need something good to happen. And, you know, I know we keep talking about, well, it's early in the season. It's early in the it's season. Not it's, it's not going to be early for much longer. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, and you might be right. Maybe they need to put a, you know, a 700 record. They need to put something together, you know, at least a, a little string of wins and, and at least look better, right? Defensively, at the very least, they need to look better. Who would you put in that? Dallas. <laughs> Uh, I think it's got to be Campbell. And, and just, you know, like, with all these days off in between games, you know, Skinner played two in a row. And to tell you the truth, like, he was good against Calgary, and he was actually very good against the Rangers, but he wasn't lights out. And, you know, I, I can't really fault Skinner on the second goal, but that was a pretty juicy rebound. Like, it didn't have to go like that. So, but more than anything, you know, Jack's played okay. Better than last year. Okay, is yeah. you know the numbers aren't great, but he's played okay. And and but you just don't want him sitting for too long. Like yeah. if he doesn't play that game, and then they have two more days off. What's it going to be? Close to 10, 12 days since since he's got to start. So um, I it's tough to say. I have no idea what's happening with the goaltenders from one day to the next because neither neither of them have been terrible. Neither of them have been. Very the goaltending is similar to the story of the season, yes. which is, you know, 85% good mm -hmm. and then, you know, 15% just dumb mistakes, yeah. right? Like, you know, you can, um, 
you know, if it's that one, you know, you need to make that one save that matters. And yeah. and right now, the goaltending hasn't done that, but neither has the team. So you know, I'm not going to, yeah, but not going to blame either. I mean, but they're, you know, if you got the goaltenders making one mistake to let in one, you got the defense making one mistake to let in one, you've got the, the offense you know, making one mistake a game, that's three goals, yeah. <laughs> right? And, and it explains the season right there in a nutshell. And I don't know if it's as much this year, but from, you know, what we saw last year, and I think of Skinner, Skinner plays like the team plays. If the team has a solid game and, you know, Skinner seems to be solid, he's making the saves and maybe a couple of big ones. If the team's crappy and they're getting lots of high danger chances, he's, Gonna let in some goals. Generally, obviously, there's yeah. you steal the odd game, but Campbell, like, it doesn't really matter how the team plays. He's either lock lights out somewhat, making huge saves, and sometimes he's backwards, or or you or he's just you know letting in every single medium danger chance. Like, you know, there seems to be more of a up and down. So, you know, who are they gonna play on? Uh, what is it Thursday? I don't know. And I don't know who the better one is because either goalie could be good or bad. I, I, I just I have no idea to expect with either goaltender on any given night right now. <laughs> Nobody showed any consistency of being terrible consistently or being very good consistently. They're both kind of up and down like the team is, and who knows? I'm looking for one of them to you know get on a bit of a heater, and I think Campbell's actually got a bigger potential for that as far as a high end game. You know, kind of like the Mike Smith, where you know when Mike Smith was hot, <laughs> he was good, <laughs> but yeah. then you know when he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, when Mike Smith was on, I mean he he was pretty much unbeatable. Uh, the good thing I just looked up, um, you know, and this is a stat I actually particularly like. I don't know if it means much, but PDO. And uh, Lotzi, who's done a couple articles uh, yep. for heavyhockey.com, in fact, like 80,000 articles last week alone, uh, talked about this. The Oilers have had bad puck luck. Oh, yeah, right? big time. Like even last game, you know, Dreisaitl missing a couple of those one-timers, beautiful pass by McDavid through the slot. You know, it like you, you know that's going to start going in at some point. Mm -hmm. Right. You yeah. get a little bit of, you know, of a heater and we just haven't had one. Right. Um, so, you know, being in the bottom third, uh, you know, for PDO, that um, that says something. Uh, that, that usually evens know. up through through the course yeah. of the year. But, you know, yeah. in order to even up it, you got to go over the thousand for, for a little bit. And that means your goal is making a bunch of saves, but you're also getting a little bit of a puck luck. Like, I think the like, correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, but can you remember? The Oilers getting a, a lucky bounce for a goal before the day on Eagle. Like, I don't think we had one all year long. Like, uh, no, no one we've had lucky, was, yeah, lucky, lucky bounce. Was the lucky bounce yeah, on the day on Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See yeah. many pucks go that off was... and over the shoulder. Like that. <laughs> the uh, hop and a jump into the net. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody was more surprised than day too. Exactly. Maybe yeah. Markstrom, but uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's a new shot we'll be seeing more of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that works in uh, in uh, in many indoor rinks these days. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, that was uh, that was something else. Uh, does that um, you know we didn't, we haven't talked about that, but we're talking about this Dallas game upcoming. Um, does the fact that they played an outdoor game does that affect how you view that game at all? 
I mean, the ice is obviously a little bit different. No, I, 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 I believe that if that game would have been at, I almost said Rexall, but if that game would have been at Rogers or the Saddle Dome here, I, I think the Oilers would have dominated the same. The Calgary's bad. That's a bad. They don't have any any offense. Like there was one point where I actually had to check uh, Natural Stat Trick to see if Huberdeau was playing. Yeah, exactly. Like he was yeah. non-existent, you know. And yeah. At least you saw. Do you remember Lindholm? I don't remember seeing Lindholm. No, I don't. In fact, um, you know, to give you some idea of where Kadri fit in, he didn't play when the um, Flames pulled the goalie. He wasn't the guy that was out there. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I noticed because I'd already heard the. Uh, Puck doesn't want you comment, which uh, <laughs> at least at least there's uh at least there's only five years left of that contract after this. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's uh, <laughs> that's my favorite contract in the league. Oh, right I now. loved it. I lo- yeah. It was interesting though. I remember uh you know when he was a free agent that season, there was a decent contingent of Oilers fans that wanted to sign him. And I'm like, no, I want the Flames to sign him because he was coming off that. It wasn't just a career year. It was like a nuge type of career year when it was like 30 points more than your his previous career high playing on that stacked Avs team. And he was already in his 30s. I'm like, this guy is going to get the Albatross contract. I hope it's the Flames. And I was very happy the day that they signed it. And so far, so good. Well, you know, I would have been all right. Not at the same same contract level, obviously, yeah, and okay. for that term. You know, a couple of years. Four point five for three years, sure. But <laughs> that's exactly it, right? Yeah, I mean, if you get if you get the deal on that one, but yeah, uh, yeah he did he did well. I don't uh, fault the guy for taking no, as much no, money as he, you know, I, I actually enjoy can, but, every yeah. interview I see with him. He seems like a well-spoken, no, a good guy. I don't like him on the ice for various reasons. But <laughs> yeah, he's played for the Leafs, Avs, and Flames. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't respect that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right yeah yeah no 100% uh okay so uh we figure uh Campbell and Net I think everybody in the chat agrees it, oh, do they? it's probably I, I think it's it's likely I mean you know to your point there hasn't been a clear uh goalie to go with either yeah. way I mean it's um I think both goalies have been uh have been good have had their moments who played the Nashville game that was Campbell. That, that was, was Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, yeah, because to tell you the truth, I don't think that, I thought the Oilers almost got outplayed in that game, despite it being five six one. Like, if anybody, it's tough to say the goalie stole a game and when it was five one, he didn't steal it, but he, I think, he had more of an impact on the game than Skinner did last a uh, couple of nights ago. To tell you the truth, yeah, yeah, uh, man, it, you know, neither goalie though has been. Um, they haven't been. Uh, terrible or exceptional. Uh, it's been a real product of the Oilers' defense. Uh, defense, I thought, outside of that, um, you know, at home, yeah. uh, you know, play, I thought they played pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, during the and, but I think it started, you know, as we talked about near the beginning with was there a change in the structure or whatnot and i'm not sure either one of us actually know the answer that i i just think it started with more you know aggressive play in the neutral zone and backtracking when when you know the flames got the puck as opposed to any you know defensive zone you know, like that all, it all kind of goes together the five-man unit that we used to talk about when when jay first got you know the, the head coaching job that uh seemed to be lost at least for the first six games of the year <laughs> 
Yeah, and uh, you know the the funny thing is, is you know, like when I think about upcoming games in, I, you know, of course my focus is mainly on the Oilers, but it's so hard to think about what you know Woodcroft is going to do game to game uh, until you know the line combinations from practice, either the day before, you know, or the day of. Um, but what's your thought on, on this? I mean, we got Gagne coming up. You know, do we see a lot more of the same? You know, Drysaddle, McDavid, and Fogle. Do you, do you think he keeps that Kane, Nuge, and Hyman line together? After well, they, they, I think you know, like the issue, and well, I've named a few of my personal pet peeves when he plays McDavid and Dry together. But one of the primary issues over the years is can they find a, can a second line centered by Nuge that gives them something? They had that last game, so I I don't see them going away from it even though i would like to but i think you know it was a win it was a you know fairly dominating five on five performance and i'm not sure that they're gonna have 12 forwards again like i think they might only have 11 with Jan Mark's arm in a sling the other day and he wasn't a practice today um so i think they'll probably roll a similar lineup and just might even just slide gagne in for ernie but they might use him up the lineup yeah, like if somebody's not going, it's, it's tough to say. Like, I just don't know how Gagne fits in. I don't see him fitting in with Derek Ryan and, and you know, having uh, a top nine guy float through that line. It just it doesn't seem to, to, to make sense to me, but we'll see. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that. I mean, I, I thought about the benefit that Gagne might bring to a couple guys like Holloway and McLeod. We yeah. talked about that earlier, but then what do you do with Connor Brown, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, you can't. Well, I mean, you can, but I just don't see how you could place him on the fourth line. I th- and I think, you know, as, as I was saying earlier, I think he's progressively got better, right? Yeah, like, and, yeah. And he, and he needs to play, and he needs to play in the top nine to continue to – he needs the ice time to get the comfort level, to continue to get the timing. And I think we're all seeing him, you know, getting better and better in the last couple – two of the last three games were his, his best games. and the it's going to take a bit more time, but he's going to pot one here soon enough. And, you know, maybe they come in bunches a little bit. It's the, you know, the monkey off the back. But, you know, he's, he's as far as like, if you want to talk about like the traditional, you know, analytical numbers like the Corsi and the Fenway, like expected goals, I think he's actually near the top of the team in, in most of those. So the puck's going the right direction. He's not leaking goals against. So, you know, he's just not producing no matter where he plays so it's something like Fogel's not a long-term fit even if they do keep McDavid and dry together that's a you know a two to five game type of thing and then you know whether it's Kane up there or Hyman up there Brown up there or whoever it might be (laughs) it's just I I just and until they split up McDavid and Dry, there's just not going to be any consistency. It's just going to be a yeah. mix match because you know that 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 middle, that that second and third line when McDavid and Dry, they're going to have the odd good game, but they're not going to stack good games. So they're going to keep switching things. Well, and you know, this team looks doesn't look so deep when you got those two on the same line, yep, <laughs> right? Yeah, like exactly I it. get excited when I see the lineup, mm-hmm. and they're playing two separate lines. Then I look and I, and I look at this team and I think, Oh, this is a deep team. And then when you you throw them on the same line, I always think, well, we've got two good lines now. 
but that's it. Like, and, and it's showing, right? Like, uh, you know, we've got, uh, no depth scoring. So that shows, yep. um, I, I just don't get the, it, like everything you think would happen has happened. Yep. Right. And like, you know, Woodcroft talked about today is like, you know, Ernie's like, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically, he's the fall guy because the entire bottom six hasn't been able to score. And I get it. Like, you know, was, don't get me wrong. As I said, Sam Gagne trumps Anna Ernie every day of the week. But is Sam Gagne going to come in and play with Derek Ryan and Matthias Janmark and spark the offense on that line? I don't <laughs> yeah. see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, and, and to the point we've been talking about all night is um, unless they play some minutes, it's just not going to happen either. Right. But, but you know, I, I shouldn't say I guarantee I'm highly confident Gagne is going to play more minutes on Thursday than Adam Ernie has in any game this year. Yeah. yeah. Now, Neil Garrity says, and, I, and this is, you know, a statement that I think we all can agree with is um, we need the same top six as last season, but with Brown in there, right. Yep. Playing the way we know he can. And, that's and I think that with. was our excitement, wasn't it? Yep. Was that our yep. excitement as Oilers fans at yep. the beginning of the season? Yeah. And you know that that's that's what we started with, and it lasted like what was it, twenty five minutes into the first game, and <laughs> yeah, it didn't uh, last long. Yeah, and then it's so all that talk, you know, the you know, need some time together to gain chemistry, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I'm not sure that twenty five minutes of game time was enough, but uh, yeah, we you know we talked about this in our season preview. Uh, episode and and we talked about you know how many points Connor Brown's going to get and uh you know I I brought up like it you know the way would and I knew it because I know the way Woodcroft coaches is um well let's see because it, the the moment it doesn't look like he's performing Woodcroft doesn't have the patience for that yep right like you knew that he was going to be thrown down the moment that it looked like something was wrong it, it's just there's no building into chemistry on this team right? and I, I was actually okay with with brown moving there because i never thought he should have been there in the first place yeah he's probably <laughs> right yeah um but 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 it's it's not just like you moved connor brown down because he was clearly still getting up to speed and you know wanted a bit you know fewer minutes and lower leverage minutes but it's not just he didn't just make that move and move up you know whoever would have been holloway or fogo or whoever it's just everything's just been in a constant blender from game to game to game and from period to period to period and and you know but and part of it has been you know the day one was a debacle, but they throw it away and go back to what you started with. And you had all training camp long, but like he didn't do that. <laughs> the second game started with the, with McDavid and dry as a combo. I'm like, really? Yeah. What, um, you know, uh, Neil's also talking about, uh, we need McLeod to wake up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, what's your thoughts on this right now? I mean, here's a guy that, uh, you know, we're eight games in, he's sitting at minus three. He's playing, you know, we can't say he's not playing. He's, he's playing 14 minutes a night, which is he only had eight, eight and change last game though. Like the Woody finally, or I shouldn't say finally, Woody clearly, you know, decreased his ice time. And, and, and that's on merit to me. As I said, you know, when I was trying to find a way to fit Lavoie into the top nine, it's McLeod down to the fourth line as, as the fourth center. Cause you know, what has he done? You know, he's, he's created some energy, you know, they played in the opposition zone. He transports the dock and he defends well. 
guess what that is? That's a fourth line center if you can't piss a drop. <laughs> you know? So, you know, but, but, but we've seen him be better. You know, and I get part of this again is he missed training camp. Maybe he still, you know, we don't, we never, there was zero intel on, on what it was, but he had that issue last year. He had that high ankle sprain, missed a bunch of time, and he was completely ineffective when he first came back. Kind of similar as he is now. He just skates around, does cardio, and, you know, avoids the front of the net and, and whatnot. But we know he can be better. We know he can, he's never going to be a banger, but we know he can engage. We saw it in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he was one of our best. You know, higher leverage forwards. He should have been out there against Eichel instead of Bukestad. Uh, I've always been a huge McLeod fan, thinking yeah. he can play up and down the lineup as needed. But yeah, yeah, yeah he hasn't shown that this year. There, so. there was some thought of him being a left winger in the top six at times last year, but he's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, obviously, now the confidence is gone because you know that happens after you get zero points in, in eight games. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm down on him because. The things that have been a problem for him since I'm not a big guy watching Junior, but since his since his OHL days are still a problem for him where he just doesn't go to the hard areas and you know just like finish a check sometimes, you know, go to the front of the net, drive the pot like it, it's not part of him, but he's a big guy. He's like six what is he, six two, six three, he's over he's two hundred and five, two hundred and seven pounds, something like that. And he just um Six three, yeah. Six three, exactly. But you know, he's just somebody said on one of the podcasts I was listening to it was a comment. He's terrified of contact, and I wouldn't go that far. But 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 he I was, he was getting better at that. Personally. He was, yeah. But he's but not anymore. Like he's regressed. Yeah. That yeah. that's the problem. So. It could be. You, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe this is like uh, anything else. Oilers fans, you know, it's an injury. Would they fault the injury yeah, or something? But, but and I'm no, uh, I'm no NHL coach or anything. But like, can't what he just like? I, I'm I'm presuming he sees the same things as, as we do because it's so obvious. It's like, look, Ryan. Go out there on your first or second shift. I want you to get one hit on the four check each shift. Go in, finish that check. I'm not saying you got to blow a guy up, but you know, you're fast. You get in on the four check, but I'm pretty sure you could finish a check on a D man and maybe it gets him physically engaged. I, yeah. I don't know. It, it seems pretty, maybe it's too obvious that it's stupid, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Uh, we're down to uh, just a few few seconds left i uh, want to thank you for joining first mm -hmm. time we'll get you back for sure uh, next time maybe you. dash will be on um and uh you know we can all chat uh, some oilers hockey hopefully there's good news on the horizon uh quickly we've got about 20 seconds thoughts what's your score for the dallas edmonton game oh god <laughs> no <laughs> idea so i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh four three oilers in overtime or three Oilers. Okay, next uh, episode of Oilers Live will be next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Until then, have a great night. This is Oilers Live for the Heavy Hockey Network. Have a good night. Devin, Bruce, and the rest of the Fantasy Hockey Hacks right here on Edmonton Sports Talk, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Mountain, or tune in at youtube.ca slash heavyhockey, and make sure you like and subscribe.